Life is filled with so many pivotal moments, and you don't realize at the time that they're pivotal, but upon looking back, those are the things that form who we are, and in this case, the work that I was meant to be doing. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this solo episode of the podcast. I wanted to spend some time today talking about the behind the scenes of when I got started in my self-care work and what really prompted it. I've been in the wellness space for many years, about 27 at this point, and Health and wellness has been a foundation for my life through my 20s up until now, and it's taken on different forms. It's been a learning journey as nutritional science keeps shifting and growing, our understanding of the human body and the natural world and the links between the two keep growing. And also as I see more people around the world wanting to live in a different way, a way that's more connected to source, connected to the natural world, a way of living that is not so rushed and pressuring. And certainly there's a lot of the population who is not attached to that way of thinking, but I feel like it's a growing group that is wanting to disconnect from the status quo of what life looks like and want to create a life that is one that really supports all areas of their well-being. And I'm so passionate about this. I've seen so many different beautiful stories of people who've transformed their lives as they got quiet and went within to discover what are those things that they personally need to shift in order to live a more fulfilling life and a healthier life. And that looks different for all of us. Just as I always say from a nutritional standpoint, we're all very different and unique, so we may require different things. And even through the different seasons of our lives, we may require different ways of eating and moving as well. It's not static. That's this thing about life. It's constantly shifting and growing and changing. And we as humans are incredibly flexible when we allow ourselves to be. We can make these shifts as required and we can thrive when we do. And that only happens when we are truly spending time with ourselves to inquire, how are we really doing? And I love to be a guide for those who need support in that area and helping them uncover some of these answers for themselves. So often people will be talking to me and they may have questions and thoughts and ideas 
and they may feel stuck with what do they do next? They feel like they've tried so many different things. And as we're talking so often, they will answer so many of their own questions. It's just a matter of being with someone who's mirroring things back to them and helping them really spend the time with themselves to uncover some of these things. And so what got me started in the world of self-care? Self-care seems so simple, right? Care for yourself. Take time for yourself. And yet it takes on so many different forms. For me, I realized the disconnect many, particularly women, had from their own self-care when my sister was diagnosed with sarcoma cancer. It was the beginning of 2013 when she got a definitive diagnosis after having probably nine months of pain in her leg and unexplicable pain going for many different tests. And I won't go into all of the details other than to say it wasn't until she was able to finally get in for an MRI to understand that there was cancer in her leg and it was starting to grow. And she decided to get treated for that and go through that whole process. And then a number of things happened, some complications that ended up having her go into a state of needing to be put on life support for a number of weeks. And within a six-week period of her first being treated, she passed away. During that time, she was taken off life support and woken And we were able to spend time together. And I, believing, well, she's only in her early 40s. She was 43 at the time, I believe. She she was so young to me that I really had this belief that she was going to come through this. And so our conversations were very much around some of the things she was wanting to do differently, some of the things she wanted to shift in the way she viewed her lifestyle and the way she viewed her eating and many different things because she really wanted to start nourishing herself more. And she was the, a mom of a two-year-old and five-year-old boys who have now become incredible, incredible young men who I'm so grateful to have a relationship with. And I know she would be incredibly proud of them. And at the time, she didn't realize that there were some sensitivities in her system, obviously, that somehow interacted with all of the things that were going on in her body. And she realized that there was a disconnect. She just, she was looking outside of herself for answers and for what to do. And for both of us, it was a big learning experience of what is possible. And so, I I felt so hopeful because she was so hopeful as well. And as we spoke, I realized, you know, she was home with her boys and she was so fully invested in giving them an incredible experience and being an incredible wife in serving in her community, being incredible daughter. And she was such a supporter of her friends, such an encouragement and certainly there's many unanswered questions. Cancer can be such a big question mark for so many people because there's so many things that contribute to it. And it often goes back many years preceding the time when people are actually diagnosed. So I don't have the answers. All I know is 
our conversations sparked something in me. And I got really excited to be able to walk this journey of healing with her and restoring her, restoring herself. And then she passed. And it was um, it was an incredible shock to me. And I the, the night that she was unbeknownst to me, not going to pull through was a night I was there with my cousin. She had come, she just had a feeling she should come visit. My cousin did. And so we had spent the afternoon with her and we had gone downstairs to have some tea while my sister got ready for um, the evening uh, night nurse. And by the time we came back, it was already time where her oxygen was really failing. And so within a very short period of time, my cousin and I were with her when she passed. And in those moments, literally, like I would have been alone. So I'm grateful to my cousin for being there and for listening to that voice to be there. Because as I was holding my sister, as she took her last breaths, my cousin was holding me. And I'll never forget the nurse who was there. Her name was Hannah. And she was such a lovely woman and so supportive and encouraging and just a sweet, sweet soul. Someone who my sister, actually her favorite nurse, I would say, they had spent many hours talking and connecting. Because even in those weak moments for my sister near the end, when I really thought she was turning around, because often when people are coming to the end of themselves, they brighten. It's like a time often that you will hear of where it's like they want to say their goodbyes and they want people to feel comfortable for them to do so. And that was very much my sister wanting people to feel good and comfortable. And even in those moments where she was spending those those last days of her life, she would spend the time really talking to this, this woman or any of the nurses who were there and doctors and wanting to hear about their life and pour kindness into them because that's the kind of person she was. And so when that happened, it was uh, it was a transformative moment for me, absolutely, as it was for everyone, my goodness, for her husband and for her children. Um, yeah, there's no words. <laughs> there's no words for what that experience was. I'm just grateful that I have a great connection with them still. And certainly this time deepened our connection with each other. And that was a period of time that I really got quiet and I certainly found myself asking a lot of questions. Certainly, you know, why? Why would this happen to her? Um, how? How is this possible? She seemed so vibrant. And then all of a sudden this shifted. And so it took me some time to move through that fog, as I'm sure it did for all of us who who were closest to her. And about a year and a half later, I found myself coming out of that fog and I started to devour books that focused on new ways for women to show up in the world. And the very first book I read was called Thrive by Arianna Huffington. And in that book, she documents what happened to her when she was completely burnt out and she came to the end of her ways of pushing it hard, hitting it hard. And that book is an incredible book of that, that story. And it, it launched a whole new way of life for her. And it really resonated for me. And then I, I read other books and I was just filling myself up with the different way how we can show up. And it launched me into 
also realizing that through the time that she, my sister was sick, I was really holding the support of my own self because I still was parenting my boys and I was staying in the city she was in for six weeks. Pretty much almost all of those six weeks, my my husband was there with us as well. And I was still needing to mother my boys and they were being home, home educated at the time still. And that actually helped keep life somewhat structured for me so that I didn't completely fall apart. But there were certain practices that were my go-tos to support me through this so I could be a support to my sister and my brother-in-law and my parents and my kids. And they held me up. Like these practices held me up. And I realized, you know, these should always be the practices. And there are more. And there's it can look different for everyone. But that was the power of self-care, bringing me through an incredibly different, difficult time. And as I did, I was like filing away my learnings of what I experienced and the things I felt could really benefit other people. And so that is when my blog was born in May of 2015 is when I I started SheilaBatello.com. I started blogging. I started putting some programs online. And it just, it moved everything into a space of wanting to serve more women and help them define for themselves what self-care looked like. And for them realizing they could take that power back of what their daily life looked like while they are living their life building a career, raising a family, that nourishing themselves and investing time in themselves and truly getting quiet with themselves to find out what they needed, that that would be the basis of it. That's how they could show up as their best self. And then through that process, I came into contact with some other incredible people over the years following that who really supported the vision And I don't know if it's just a synchronicity. Once you become aware of something, you start to see more of it. It may have been, or maybe it was the timing in the world, but I knew that I was meant to be doing this work. And so that's where it all began. And I, at the very beginning, I committed my blog. I committed to this, what was going to come out of this time to my sister because she represented for me so many women. Because certainly around that time, I also became aware of other women who were going through similar circumstances to her. And with young families and people who seemed to have it all together, who seemed to be so healthy and vibrant, and then their health was failing them. And so I knew that there was a a need for support in this area. And so that is the beginning of the story. And from that place, I went on to then in 2000, launched this podcast. And now I'm moving into some other offerings that will help a larger audience to also tap into nature, tap into practices that can support them through all of the seasons of their life. Because every season, whether it be in our 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s and beyond, we have different challenges. We have different beautiful things happening. We have different balancing acts to to do. And our bodies are shifting. Our bodies and our minds are doing different things. And so through this time, now as I am in my 50th year, I've experienced so much that I want to share and I want to share practical tools to help women through these seasons. And I want to do it in a way 
whereby it's not so much me prescribing because I don't prescribe. I'm a health coach. I don't prescribe. I just ask a lot of questions and help people look inward to determine what they need most to help them answer their own question. And so I really want for the offerings that I'm bringing about to be more of a conversation where we come together and we share what is working for us, what is transforming us, and how we can actually be in this together, that we do not need to do this alone, and that no topic is off the table when it comes to women's health, that talking about what we're experiencing it experiencing and walking through it with other women is so incredibly valuable. It is the way that women behaved for so many generations prior to the industrial revolution. And I believe it is something that is starting to be rebirthed now by so many women. And I I want to be helping usher that in and supporting women through the various times in their life and celebrating the beauty at every stage. And as I do it, I'll always be remembering my sweet sister, Heather. It's something I know that she would have loved to be a part of as well. And I feel like she is, you know, in my spirit, like I carry her with me. I hear her laugh, her beautiful, wild, excited laugh that that just filled up rooms with vibrancy. And so that's the story I wanted to share behind the work that I do. There's so much intention in it, and there's so much more that I want to do. So as I go about sharing the upcoming offerings, please stay connected. Right now, you can go to sheilabatello.com forward slash elevate, and you can subscribe to my updates so that you'll hear what is new and what is coming. I have some beautiful things coming out to support you that are in the midst of being produced right now. I am extremely excited about them. And it's so interesting that here it is. It is May. May was the time when I launched my blog. And May, there's something about this springtime energy that is a beautiful time for me to launch this new era of the work that I'm putting together. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the messages that I get. I appreciate hearing how these episodes land for you. And I also would love to know what are those areas in your life that you feel like you want to gain more perspective in and more practical support in with your self-care, with your wellness, What is it that you're looking to bring together with more ease so that you can live in a way that is more seamless and in a way that is more vibrant, in a way that lights you up so that you can fully live into the purpose that you have in your life? That life of more that I was talking about in the last episode, what does that look like for you? I would love to hear. Send me a message send me a DM on anywhere on social media. I'm she, I'm at Sheila A. Batello. You can find me anywhere and Google me. You can, you'll see me there. And I am so grateful for you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. 
Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.